Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope y'all are having an absolutely wonderful day today, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show yesterday. And, um, you know, I was out of the show for a day. I was up on vacation for a while with the kids up in the mountains. Had a blast. And yesterday... It was uh, freezing. It was like 28 degrees when we got up, and there was a bunch of water runoff and ice everywhere, and the kids were out there playing and throwing ice and slipping and sliding in it, and they just thought it was the funniest thing they have ever found. And so I went out there, and I said, man, you guys, you know what? You guys are having too much fun. I'm going to show you guys how to slide properly on the ice. And so I attempted to step foot on the ice. And my feet went straight towards the sky, and I came down and broke my left wrist, which was very interesting. And, uh, yeah, so I need to keep my happy button floored and stay away from ice, and I'm not five years old anymore, and I'm not made of cartilage, and when a 200-pound, six-foot-tall grown man lands on his wrist, it breaks. So thank you guys for the support. I went all the way down to Celebration Hospital in Advent Health because I was not going to go to a hospital up there that I didn't trust got down to celebration they did x-rays broke into the joint it's funny they wanted to do surgery on it immediately they want to do surgery i said whoa 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 hold up so we're not doing any surgery i said inflammation's not even down i just broke it i said we're gonna split it if you guys want to do that and we're gonna see what's gonna happen with it over the next week or two and so quite frankly if you guys want to know my protocol it's gonna be a copious amount of ultimate multiple powder along with the osomag and also the joint rebuilding formula which we just got back in stock by the way we'll let everybody know that the joint rebuilding formula that you love so much we have it in stock on the shelf right now if you want it great product and what was interesting though my whole story of bringing this about telling you guys about this interesting situation yesterday while i'm sitting here in a big splint in my left hand is that one of the nurses that came in and helped us repeatedly that was working with the doctor and so forth she was from new york and so we got on this topic about you know i'm very candid i'm sitting i have nothing else to do and so I start talking to her. She's got a New York accent. And I said, Tell me you're from New York. She goes, Yeah, from New York. Moved down here in March. I said, You moved down to Florida from New York in March. I said, Have you ever lived here before? She goes, No. Just got here this year. I said, Oh, well, it's an interesting case study. I said, How do you like it in Florida? She goes, I absolutely love it. I said, Did you go back up to New York for the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving or anything? Or, you know, are you going to go for Christmas? She said, Absolutely not. I have no interest in going back up there again except maybe to visit family, but not anytime soon. And I said, well, why? She goes, well, they're treating all the RN nurses like they're criminals. She goes, I'm not even against vaccines whatsoever. She goes, well, when they started telling everybody they had to get injected or else they were getting fired, she goes, that was a huge deal for me. And she goes, when they started bringing the very topic up, the very concept was not okay with me. And she said, we came down here. She goes, we're treated amazing. We've actually got higher pay now because DeSantis, we get treated with respect. Everybody's super cool down here in Florida. She goes, it is a bit interesting. She goes, because I feel like I, everybody's been telling me to get my concealed carry permit. I said, well, have you ever owned a firearm? She said, no. 
I said, well, you need to train, you know, before you go start carrying a firearm. I said, but it's not a bad idea. She goes, it's interesting. She goes, because up in areas of New York where I'm at, she goes, there's like a lot of crime. She goes, I'm over here in the Orlando area by Winter Park. And she goes, it's like really, really nice area, even though the population density is really, really high and the traffic's bad. I said, yes, everybody's moving down here. And I said, here's what you got to remember when you start moving to states like Florida that are extremely red, very conservative, and just about every single person owns and carries a firearm. I said, it's the concept that you may have heard before called mutual assured self-destruction. She goes, I never really thought of that before. I said, absolutely. I said, the concept in most liberal states is that everybody needs to be disarmed so everybody will be safe. I said, the problem with that idea is it doesn't work in any society because you always have criminals that do not want to follow the law, and they want to take advantage of individuals and prey on them as a predator. And they know everybody's disarmed, and they take full advantage of that. I said, when everybody knows, including the criminals, that everybody's carrying a firearm, it's kind of like, well, I can probably rob you, but you're probably carrying, and I'm carrying, and we can get into a gunfight, and we can both shoot each other, and we can both die, or we can just nod at each other and go on our way and have a happy day. It's an option. I said, now, it doesn't exclude the fact that you get absolute, complete, and total nincompoops that are nuts, and they want to run around and start stuff, and you got people in gangs and stuff like that. I said, that doesn't change the fact. I said, but if you know those people in society and they're not following the law, and they're still going to carry firearms, why in the world would you not want to have equal force and adequate training to defend yourself and your family? And she goes, wow. She goes, nobody's ever explained it to me like that. She goes, I'm definitely, me and my husband have been talking about it. She goes, that pretty much convinced me. She goes, I'm going to go get my concealed carry set up this week and go get my permit. I said, yes, but please get some adequate training. I said, there's numerous people in the state of Florida, and I gave her a couple names, that do really, really good firearm tactical training, even for beginners and for women. And I said, make sure you understand what it's like to carry a firearm and the responsibility it takes carrying a firearm. And it's not just the Wild West where you throw a pistol on your hip and you think you're John Wayne all of a sudden. She goes, okay. And she was actually very receptive. It was interesting to talk to somebody who came down from you know New York in May. It was March or May. I think it was May. And basically lived up there her entire life and decided she was going to move to Florida because it's gotten so bad in those states. And this, again, shows you the absolute lunacy that we're living in right now where these liberal far leftists are still trying to push their agenda when the vast majority of Democrats, even leftists, don't agree with what they're doing now and shows you very much that this is an agenda that cannot be accepted. I was talking to another individual up in New York, or New York, North Carolina when I was up there, friend of ours, family, couple, and she basically was going off and off about like certain things that get brought up on alternative media, and she doesn't know if she agrees with this and that. And I said, here's the thing. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, here's what you got to understand. I said, everybody has to make their own decisions and determine their own convictions. I said, if you listen to somebody and 100% of every single thing they say, every time they say it, you take to heart and you agree with blindly just because they said it, I said, you're not a free thinker. You're just a follower. I said, that's why I tell my listeners and my friends and our customers and our health master's family, do your own research and determine your own verdict. Use your mind. Critical thinking is something I encourage everybody. It's okay if we disagree. We're going to disagree on a lot of stuff a lot of times. There are people that I know that I'm very good friends with, and there's certain topics we don't agree with. But it's okay. That's the beauty of living in a free country. Sometimes you're not going to agree with what other people say. But being a grown, mature adult with reasoning skills, you can say, you know what? 
we agree on about 90 to 95% of the topics we talk about. If we disagree on 5 to 10%, that's still a brand new A in my book, and that's a very, very strong passing grade. That's a 4.0 in my opinion. So again, understand that there's certain things we're not all going to agree upon. And that's why a lot of times I don't respond to a lot of emails that I get with some of the listeners that send me stuff about all these different little nuances or a comment I make or a statement dad makes and they want to send me five paragraphs on how they think I'm wrong. That's totally cool you think I'm wrong. I'm not offended by that. I'm actually totally okay with that. But I'm not going to sit here and get in an argument with you and write you five paragraphs back because I simply don't have the time. You have to focus your energy in specific directions that are best suited for the job. And if I can get the information and get the truth out there to as many people as I can and try to wake as many people up as I can, it's the same principle of the parable with the, the sowing and the reaping. Some of it goes on thorny ground. Some of it goes on rocks. Some of it goes on good ground. Some of the crows get it. But again, you got to get it out there. And that's why last night I kept kind of pushing some stuff on the RN to kind of feel her out to see how she was going. And she kept being receptive. And you could tell she's had enough of the leftist agenda. And she even said, she goes, DeSantis is awesome. She goes, I've never been supporting a Republican governor. She was an I 100% DeSantis. He's absolutely awesome. I said, wow, look at that. Imagine that. We got somebody from New York down here that's agreeing with the right. This is how it starts, and this is also, my friends, what's starting to be what's called a paradigm shift in this country. More and more people are starting to wake up and realizing that everything we're being told is a lie. Rand Paul came out the other day and did a video, and he said very clearly, the COVID mandates are about conditioning the American individual to submit to the government blindly. That's what he said, and he is 100% right. There is no science. There is no truth. There is no backing to anything they're saying right now. They're continually pushing the narrative over and over and over again to try to manipulate the groupthink, and it's not working to a full extent. You have some of the peasants that are following it, and they will not wake up. That's always a percentage. But now you're seeing more and more people that even, like I said, were prior Democrats and leftists, and they're starting to realize – the government is not there to protect you. The government is only there to support and protect your individual liberties and rights. And that's a concept that eludes a lot of people. The United States government was never built to be a bedrock to protect you and take care of you and babysit you and bottle feed you and change your diaper. They were there simply as a collective group in the event that we had a large-scale invasion. We could come together as numerous individual states and support one another in a large manner, in a large fighting force, and at the same time to protect and preserve our liberties. So again, you have to remember the basis of where we're coming from and why they're pushing so hard to remove them because the United States is the last lighthouse on the hill that is there to support and protect the rest of the world for the most part due to our freedoms. The United States falls. So goes the rest of the world. I've had numerous people email me that from Europe from Russia, a lot from Australia. They've said, they said, we're looking to the United States. We're looking for you guys to stand up and stay strong and stay and say no. They said, if you guys fall, we all fall. And so that's why it's so important. Be vocal. You don't have to be belligerent. You don't have to cuss. You don't have to be offensive. But be vocal. If you believe something, 
Stand up for it, my friends. So again, I appreciate the support of Health Masters. I got a lot of emails I'm going through from over the weekend and being on vacation. Thank you for the support on that. I saw a lot of people asking about magnesium brain food. Yes, it's still on sale for the rest of the week. Be sure to check it out. And so again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. You supporting us gets us going on the show. It covers our cost of everything. We don't have commercials. We don't have ads. You know why I don't have commercials? Because I hate commercials. And if I hate commercials, you probably hate commercials. And I'm not going to do something to you that I hate. So again, we have 57 minutes of raw, unfiltered, live, there's not scripted, radio show air of real true news, the best of our possible ability. And I thank you again for that support. What do you think, Deb? Wow, awesome. Great opening segment. Uh, I think you're 100% right on pretty much everything you just said, including you probably need to wait for a bit and not have a doggone you know, surgeon come in and start putting pins in your wrist until you see how it's going to heal. Now, yeah. it's bad. Now, yeah. if, it was a dis- now, if it was a dislocated fracture and it had separated and moved apart, you would have no choice. You'd have to get it reset and repinned and everything else. But just a, a simple crack in many cases isn't necessary. But we are not giving you any medical advice for a broken bone. You need to go see your doctor for that advice. But also, I wanted to say something else to you. And, and this is something that I just really want to just talk about for a second. Uh, you know, every once in a while, I'll get a really negative email. I mean, just whatever. And that's one of the reasons I don't have my email address posted, you know, on the website. I just don't, I don't want people sending me negative stuff. And it's not because they dislike me or it's not because they dislike Austin. It's because they disagree with something that we're saying. And they come in with this unbelievably vicious, just putrid attack. And I'm like, what the heck, man? And in every single case, I block those people as far as sending me any more stuff. I just block it. I don't even, very rarely do I ever respond to it. You know, before I've tried to respond to them, and it just doesn't work because if you try to respond to them, then they think and they feel empowered because now, oh, my gosh, he said something back to me, so we're going to go ahead. Now we're really going to slam everybody. And I'm going to say this to you again, and I, I mean this very sincerely. We're not perfect. You know, we do the best we can. You know, I pray all the time. I prayed for you guys this morning. If you want to do a perfect talk show, I pray that you go ahead and do it yourself and you do your own show. <laughs> Maybe you'll think it's perfect. Nobody else will, but you will. Then you get the putrid emails. So I want to thank all of our listeners that continually support us and get their supplements from Health Masters and who encourage us because that's the most important thing is we're working together as a team. And quite frankly, we pretty much get everything right on this show. Now, probably one or two percent of the time we'll miss something or we'll have bad intel and if I find out it's bad, if it's still timely or still an issue, I will come back and I will retract it. I've done that a couple of times on the show in the last seven years because we know we've done over a thousand podcasts now. We try our best to give you really good state of the art information that's unfiltered and unbiased and we don't pull any punches on it because we don't have any advertisers that we've got to try to support and not offend. <laughs> and that's why we're running the show without commercials and that's why Health Masters bought the entire clock, which means Health Masters pays for the show. So when you support us through Health Masters, it pays for the show, and we thank you for that. Let me tell you another story. Years ago, Sharon was about six, seven months pregnant with Austin. We had a show that was being done by Maureen Solomon out in California. This is an interesting story. She was supposed to be the lady, the first lady of nutrition, that kind of stuff. And she was okay. I'm not saying anything bad about her personally, but she's dead now. But the reality was we went out there to the show, and we filmed five episodes with her on her show. Well, then she didn't like a few things that I said, even though 99% was right. So she contacts the producer and tells the producer 
that she's not going to air any of the shows. Now, remember, I had paid my own expense with Sharon, being great with child, my own hotel, my own airfare, my own car rental, everything to go out here. And the only way we could actually get the cost of the trip subsidized was through the selling of books and tapes and CDs, et cetera, et cetera. And it was kind of funny because I was, I got this letter from the producer and, and basically they said that she's not going to air any of the shows because, you know, she didn't agree with everything you said. So I wrote her a letter. And I was going to address every single issue that she was going to talk about. And finally, I just, you know, said, okay, what we're going to do is this and this. And I started writing the letter and she had responded back to me with this, like, it was like a 10 page single space typed letter. That's what she wrote back to me after I questioned her about not airing the shows. And it was ridiculous. And you guys have all met people like that. They're called melancholy cholerics. They love to write and they love to, tell you if you make a punctuation error. So if you don't put a period in the right place, they send you a detailed thing with corrections on it. And uh, the Holy Spirit checked me and said, you're not going to change your mind by sending her a letter that's 15 pages long. She'll send you one back that's 30 pages long. And I thought, what a waste of time. So I sent her this letter, and I'm going to basically paraphrase it because it's been a long time ago. This has been, gosh, it's been well over 30 years ago. Third was with Austin was great with travel, so it'd be 34 years ago. And so what was interesting, she, uh, I sent her back. I said, Dear Maureen, thank you for having me on your show. I'm sorry the shows didn't meet your expectations. You know, we did five shows with you. One of them is on scriptural nutrition and what the Bible says about food and what we should and shouldn't eat. And I'm sure we'll find common ground and agreement in that one because it's based on the word of God. Sincerely, Ted Brower. That was it. That was it. And then I remember she sent me another letter back and said, oh, I've listened to the shows now. And after reviewing them, they're pretty good. I'm going to go to air all of them. I thought, oh, my gosh. But she was just really like that. Now, she really wasn't a health and she really wasn't just a nutrition. And, you know, and so I'm not going to say anything else about her. But the reality is, is this. We don't need to get into a kicking parade and a fighting parade with anybody else about what we believe. It doesn't matter. Yesterday I said something to you guys, and I've got a couple comments about it. So I'm going to mention it again. If someone comes up to me and they say, the earth is flat, and I say to them, I don't believe you, right? I'm not calling them a liar. It's their belief, and it's whatever I believe is also the same. Now, I will say this about the earth, the shape of the earth, and all the other things. A lot of the math, when it comes to the curvature of the earth, doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. So it's, it's a weird, it's a weird topic to get into and it's a weird topic to breach into, but the math isn't there. So to me, people always say, what do you think the earth looks like? I said, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Don't really care. And here's why I don't care. It's not going to affect me one way or the other. It's not. It, my life will not change whether or not I believe this way or believe that way or believe the other way. It doesn't make any difference. All I know is this, you know, we serve the most high God. He made the heavens and the earth. Period. <laughs> That's how I look at all of it. So I don't get into those debates. But it's interesting to me when I see that. Now, one more thing I want to talk about this nurse from New York and how she basically, you know, talked about, you know, wanting to get a gun permit and all the other things. I like that. I really do. But Austin's absolutely right. She better get some concealed weapon training so she doesn't run around muzzle sweeping everybody. And here's the problem with people that come from liberal states who've never owned or handled firearms. They've never owned or handled firearms. <laughs> they, they don't know what they're doing, and they'll shoot you in the back of the head by accident. They'll have accidental discharges, and I've seen it. Uh, one time we were at a, a, a tactical training class. It was shotgun, pistols, and rifles, 
And there was some guy shows up. He's like, he's a liberal, I'm sure. He's like 75 years old. He decides he's going to buy a gun. So he had the whole little outfit. He had the little hat with the NRA on it. He had the little jacket with the NRA. He had the, you know, he had a really nice shotgun. I mean, he was an older guy. And you can tell he really never handled weapons before. So he, he loads his shotgun and he muzzle sweeps every single person there getting ready. And we're all like diving for cover. And I walked over to the instructor and I said, what the heck, man? Tell him not to point a loaded gun at us. It's a 12 gauge. It's not okay. And the guy goes, oh, I can't believe you did that. And so he went over and talked to the guy. He says, look, dude, you know, keep your muzzle away. Don't load the gun. Don't be aiming a loaded weapon towards these people. Okay, okay, okay. But he had his little hat, little badge, you know, little vest on. But really nice, really nice weapon systems. It wasn't 15, 20 minutes. He did it again. He muzzle swept everybody again. Finally, I walked over to the instructor. I said, okay, this ain't cool. I'm leaving. And he goes, never mind, you're not leaving, he is. And they straight threw him out of the training class. So that's it, he's done. So be really, really careful when you're training with live weapons and make sure you have really good instruction. That's very, very important. And don't think just because, you know, you watch John Wayne on a TV Western that you're able to handle a weapon, and, you know, in a responsive manner and in a safe manner. Because, guys, listen to me, accidental discharges are real. You know, you know, I watched the guy one time have an accidental discharge, shot himself in the hand at a gun range or his or what or his weapon blew up or the bullet blew up in the chamber. I don't know what happened, but the guy's blood dripping everywhere. He's walking off, going to the hospital. I think Austin was with me. And the thing about it is, is this. Be very, 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 very careful and always make sure your weapon's unloaded. Always, especially if you're going to clean it. Always make sure it's unloaded. Very, very important. By the way, I want to say something real quick, and this is important. Israel right now, their staunch evangelical allies are shocked by Trump's outburst on Netanyahu. This is from the Washington Post, the liberal rag. I'm going to read it again. Israel's staunch evangelical allies. This would be the guys that are brainwashed by the Schofield Bible and the Kabbalah and all of this other junk. They're now shocked by Trump's outburst on Netanyahu. One of the former President Donald Trump's major evangelical backers on Monday condemned recent reported attacks by Trump on former Israeli Prime Minister, the Kabbalist Luciferian Satanist Benjamin Netanyahu. I'm adding that and warned that he risked alienating his Christian base by distancing himself from the Kabbalist Luciferian Satan worshiping Netanyahu. <laughs> God, you can't make this stuff up. Trump. In an interview published this week by the Access reporter Barack Robbins, rallied, railed against his one-time ally for congratulating President Biden on his victory once it became clear the Democrat had won the 2020 election. Trump said the call was a betrayal of their relationship. What do you expect from this guy? He's a lowlife, okay, <laughs> in the U.S. policy towards Israel and Trump. So Trump basically said some really nasty things that I'm not going to repeat about Benjamin Netanyahu. But, of course, Benjamin Netanyahu is a complete and total lowlife. Now, mind you. I've met Benjamin Netanyahu. I had lunch with him and about 10 other people back in the 90s. He is a slime bucket. He and, he and Henry Kissinger are both slime buckets. I met them both. Kissinger's worse, by the way. Kissinger's just, he's just evil. Yeah, I felt like, you know, it was that little, remember the Charlie Brown cartoon with Peanuts? And you had little Linus walking around with this filthy blanket dropping dirt everywhere. <laughs> remember that? Or the one called, I think it was called Pigpen or whatever he was. That was Kissinger. You get around Kissinger, you feel like you got to go jump in a shower with hot water and lie soap and scrub down. I mean, it's disgusting. And Benjamin Netanyahu wasn't that bad, but he was pretty doggone close. And then right after that, he became prime minister of Israel again. And 
I've been dealing with his weirdness now forever. But guys, this is the Schofield Reference Bible and how it was basically brainwashed and, and basically changed everybody as far as not everybody, but the evangelical churches, the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, weirdos, into believing that you know Israel has to be supported no matter how many homosexual parties they have with 400,000 people marching down the Via Della Rosa where Christ walked and how they have open orgies and bestiality, brothels. Everything's legal over there. It's sick. It's not the Old Testament Israel that was trying to serve God in some cases, but they did a very poor job of it. It's basically a bunch of really liberal people that love homosexuals and love transgenders that really pushed the Kabbalah in many cases in the Zohar. That's who's over there. I was talking to Terry this weekend at the party, a good friend of mine. And then she told me, she said that she had a friend of hers who was a really staunch evangelical Zionist Christian, loved Israel. And then she went on the mission field there for one year, came back, had completely changed her mind about all of it and said, it ain't what I thought it was. And I'm paraphrasing what Terry said. But that's what happens when people get over there. It's not what you think. They hate Christians. Just a, just a, just a point. If you proselytize and try to convert Christianity, pick Jews over there to Christianity, they beat you and throw you in jail. Yeah, they're that racist. And they really, really hate people who serve Jesus. They really do. Because they consider him to be a demon-possessed sorcerer who died in Nevada sewage and the Virgin Mary to be a whore by their own writings. So that's what they've been taught. So we've got to understand that. Then you get the whole group of the other ones that are the Kabbalists, Luciferians, and follow the Zohar. They believe their gods an hermaphroditic snake in a tree. This is some weird crap, okay? And so you got to understand that as Christians, we don't have to support that. But also as Christians, another article just came out and said the New Age spirituality, a new kind of religion is forming on the Internet. Algorithms are surfacing content that combines Christian ideas with prosperity gospel with New Age and non-Western spirituality along with some conspiracy theories. So what's happening, a lot of people out there are forgetting who the real Jesus is. And they talk about the Jesus spirit. Whenever you hear that, guys, that's all New Age. It's not a Jesus spirit. Jesus is alive and well. He's doing well. He's part of the triune Godhead. And the Holy Spirit is here to help us and to guide us. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's all very, very, very real. And you need to accept who Christ said he was for the forgiveness of your sins and to become a follower of him and become a Christian, as we all did in the first century with the Christian church. It's very important that we understand that. But they've taken that out. In many cases, they don't even tell you that you need to repent. And it's all name it, claim it, blab it, grab it to give these guys more and more money, more and more jets, more and more mansions. And guys, I know a bunch of them, and I'm telling you the straight-up truth on this. Now, there are a couple good ones out there that preach some of this, but when you tell them some of the top evangelical leaders who claim to be billionaires say that God's an hermaphrodite, they go, oh, well, we disagree with him on that. And I'm like, <laughs> like you, you disagree with him on that. Well, if he can't get the fundamental principle of who God is correct, why would you agree with him on anything? And I've asked them that. And they will, well, we have to agree to disagree on this. And I'm like, whatever, but I'm not going to argue with you. But the point is, we're in a situation that, you know, Christians need to understand who Jesus Christ is. He's the most high God. He really, 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 we really, really need to get that. But, but I, oh, one more thing, and I'll also take it to the next segment. Uh, Steven Spielberg basically put this new West Side story out. I, I never could watch West Side Story from the 50s. Never could. It was just all too queer for me. Just be frank, we just all all about act, all about, act like a bunch of queers. Never got through it. So now the new one apparently is even uh, uh, now it's a woke West Side Story, and I'm sure it's going to be pushing pushing 
critical race theory and all the other crazy nonsense subliminally through the show. And so it has flopped in the box office, which I'm really happy about. You know, Steven Spielberg just doesn't do a whole lot for me. He's kind of just, it's kind of irritating to me, honestly. He has put out some good movies. I'll give him that. But he's good. And he's a good director. I got, I'll give you that. But the reality is, yeah, he's just not right in the head. He needs to find out who Jesus is. Oh, by the way, I love you guys. And I got to pray for you. I don't mention that already. And I'm really happy that Austin got home safely yesterday. And I really, really appreciate y'all's prayers. It's really important you guys pray for me and Austin and for our protection because we pray for you guys all of the time. Austin, what do you think of what's your next story, bud? Oh, absolutely. And, and again, this is what we're starting to see all across where people are starting to realize that this is being done intentionally. And there's so many lies that are out there. I saw another article earlier now, and they're saying that this, this bogus Omicron case have hit almost all individuals via the cdc's own admission all the people that have contracted it almost everybody is fully vaccinated the u.s cdc said that 43 cases now in the united states have been attributed to the omicron variant however 34 of the people have been fully vaccinated and 14 have also had the booster when you look at it almost 100 percent of everybody that's contracted omicron has gotten the injection imagine that imagine that guys what we told you now you have the uk coming out now with their bogus propaganda. We've, we've had our first Omicron death. We had our first one. It's getting bad. It's getting so bad. Watch out. It's getting worse. And then everybody goes, well, what happened? How, how, you know, I mean, how, how did he die? Was he on a ventilator? Oh, we can't release anything. Well, then they came out and they said, everybody in the news said, well, what can, can we at least have an update? You know, vital information maybe, uh, age, medical condition, vaccination status. No, we're protecting the privacy of the victim. You can't know anything about him. Well, we don't even need to know his name or any general basis, just stuff, you know, what's age? What was his underlining conditions, if any? What was, 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 was he already suffering comorbidities? What's wrong? No, 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 no. We can't release any of that now. This is all has to be secretive. Because we can't let you know that he was hit by a bus and got decapitated and we swabbed his nose after post-mortem and he had the Omicron variant. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic, but this is how far they're trying to go to push the narrative. When they won't even let you know the age, comorbidities, cause of death, anything, and they're telling you there's an Omicron variant out there now. Guys, it's a complete and total bogus lie. Are there viruses out there? Absolutely every single day there are. That's why it is very crucial that you keep your immune system strong on a regular basis. I've said that before. I've said it repeatedly, and I'll say it every day because it's very crucial. But this whole fear porn that they're getting everybody wrapped up in, in my opinion, from what I've seen, it's not working very good at all. <laughs> Majority of the people that are hearing this are calling it out and saying, dude, this is stupid. For, look at Florida. We're the absolute poster child for being the rebellious teenager that didn't listen to the big, all-powerful government, and it's been one of the best states out of the entire country. Cases through the floor, deaths through the floor, everything's low, 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 low. No mass mandates anywhere. No county mandates anywhere. No vaccine mandates anywhere. No vaccine passports anywhere. No lockdowns. No nothing. And yet, everybody goes, well, that doesn't work. we got to do more lockdowns. California now came out, and they said, we're doing another mask mandate again. Governor Nuisance came out. Until January 15th, it is mandatory. You wear a mask at all times if you're around anybody. 
And now I know a lot of people are going to ask the question. I went to Advent Health yesterday in the hospital. We know a lot of the hospitals are still bent on wearing the mask. However, there's no mandate on wearing a mask, and they can't legally force you to wear a mask. So I go in there. I sign in. The girl goes, oh, you, you need to wear a mask. I said, ah, I can't. Look at my wrist. It's the size of a grapefruit. Do you want to put my mask on me? She looks at me and goes, um, do you need me to? I said, no, I don't need you to. I don't have a mask, and I need to drink water. And, of course, I had a cup of water with me, a big cut tumbler. So I'm drinking water. She's asking me questions. She goes, and I get up finally. She goes, okay, you can go over there in this waiting room. She goes, can you can you put a mask on? I said, oh, yeah, I'll think about it. She said, give me a second here. And I just walked off. She walked off. Walked in the waiting room, sat there the whole time. Got up to go get x-rays. Girl had wearing a mask. X-rays, not one time she asked me to put on a mask. I'm walking through the whole hospital. And one individual goes, oh, do you need a mask, sir? I said, no, I don't need a mask. I'm perfectly healthy. I broke my wrist. And he goes, oh, okay. And that was it. That was it. That was the extent of it. Now, I get it. In some states like California, where they're full communist now, they'll pretty much throw you in jail and drag you to the floor and taser you for your protection because you're not wearing a mask because they're trying to protect you, of course. But again, this is where we're at now in the great state of Florida. However, as I said earlier, we're we're being overrun. And I really hope the short-term memory loss is not too extreme with a lot of the liberals. That's my biggest concern. They come down here, they're going to forget in a couple years why they moved down here, and they're going to say, oh, by the way, I normally vote Democrat, so I'll just keep voting Democrat now because I need to change some more ways to make Florida more progressive the way I want. Don't do that. Don't allow it. Don't support it. Don't even think about it. Stay away from that ideology completely. Also, to another news now, this is interesting. The first U.S. service members have now been discharged from the United States military for refusing to get the injection. Over two dozen, their total was 27 U.S. Air Force airmen, have now been discharged from the force for missing their vaccination deadline. They were serving their first term, Air Force spokesman Ann Stefnik told the media. Unlike others in the U.S. military who have sought religious and medical exemptions from the mandate, the dismissed airmen did not seek any exemption. They said simply, we will not comply. The reason for discharge was officially obeying an order. However, it's not clear whether or not they received a dishonorable or an honorable discharge that has not been released. Reports indicate that as many as 40,000 U.S. personnel have refused vaccination against COVID or sought exemption. While some exemptions have been granted, including for medical reasons, those who have already leaving the military, those seeking religious exemptions, saw the request being dismissed so far. However, it's it's basically still to be seen what they're going to do. And again, I told you, I think in my opinion, this is my opinion. If you look at the research and history for mandated vaccines in the U.S. military, it's a very, very dark picture. It's dark all the way from the smallpox vaccine debacle to the anthrax vaccine debacle. And every time they tried to mandate and force individuals in the military to get injected, it's always ended poorly for the military service members, which is horrible because they're the ones at the end of the day who catch the brunt of everything. And they don't get paid very much. And they sure as heck don't get paid anything when they basically have to get discharged for medical reasons because of the injection they were forced to take. They get to go to the VA and deal with that whole black hole of nonsense over there. And so this, again, I'm proud of a lot of these military members. The problem that I have with a lot of this now, and this is what I'm concerned about, 
is that they're intentionally doing this to soften the U.S. military as much as possible. They know that the U.S. military is very, very stout still. Our capability, our weaponry, our F-22 fighter jets that we finally worked the kinks out of, the warthogs. I mean, we were talking about that yesterday. You know, I was talking to a buddy of mine about that. He goes, dude, the, that whole plane is basically a gun with a plane built around it. You know, 20 millimeter minigun in the front of it. Unbelievably effective weaponry. I mean, that's, that's one of those guns that, I mean, if, if you hear that in the sky, I've never had the privilege of hearing one in training, but I've heard from a lot of the guys that are in the Air Force. They said it is one of the most distinct, also one of the scariest sounds you ever hear when you see that gun basically flying <laughs> and dive bombing with a 20 millimeter minigun coming down on target. It's absolutely destructive to any and everything around it. And so they know. They don't want this military to be this capable still. They have to soften it up so that way they can bring in more of their United Nations BS into the United States. And this is something we cannot allow. So, again, I encourage everybody for standing their ground, but make sure you're doing the best you can to absolutely demand a religious exemption. As we have seen that throw wrenches in the cogs so many times, if you're just simply saying, I will not comply, I commend you for that stance. However, it's very easy for them to get around it and basically dismiss you and give you a discharge when you do that. I've talked to dozens of people now that have been in the military, done on the military, in the medical field, in the military contractor field, all across the board that have gotten approval for medical, excuse me, for religious exemptions now. It is so crucial. You fight this tooth and nail because the more people that stand up and say no, you are the resistance when you push back on this. And it is absolutely crucial that you continue to do so. Also, too, down here in Florida, DeSantis is now seeking an $8 million from the state of Florida to bust the illegal aliens out of Florida to Biden's Delaware and Obama's Martha's Vineyard. Apparently, he's trying to get a lot of the illegals that are getting brought in down here. And I've told you before, and I've said this story repeatedly, of what's going on on the East Coast and what's happened in Central Florida. We're not just having natural, organic migration to Florida from other surrounding states. We're also having mass migration from illegals outside of the country and individuals that are here that are getting giant grants, getting all types of free everything. That was the story that Jill talked about on Sunny FM, where she found the individuals at the hostel, or the, at the hotels all down the East Coast in Daytona. Basically, they, none of them spoke English, and they're all running around with Amway badges on. Now, again, I have no idea if they're with Amway. However, I looked specifically, and so did she, and there's not a single Amway convention anywhere around Daytona at any point in time. So I don't know what they're running around with Amway lanyards on for. I guess, I mean, that's to be seen. Again, I don't know what they're involved in with that. And then you start looking at what Breitbart just came out with, and we, we knew this. They're saying all the Afghans that have been brought to the United States now are being offered completely subsidized housing, full food stamps, and are entitled to $2,300 in payments monthly now. They said the massive Afghan resettlement to the sum of $13 billion, with Afghans in the U.S. being offered free housing to be resettled in states that do not have large Afghan populations. Imagine that. And of course, hey, guess what? They're coming down here to Florida. They said almost 100,000 have been brought in the United States since mid-August, and about 34,000 remain on U.S. military bases awaiting resettlement. Guys, this is not a joke. This is happening all across the country. And I know Dad brought it up about a subdivision that he went through a couple weeks ago and basically found like the entire subdivision was Hispanic. Well, now I just found out that he went over there the other day and talked to somebody else. Tell them what else you found out, Dad, about the subdivision now that you went over there again. 
Yes, I covered this in detail on yesterday's show, Austin, when you were heading <laughs> to the hospital. Oh, yes. But no, I'm going to go ahead and cover it again real quick. We, we, I rode over there with Terrence, and we were basically in a side-by-side, and we went over and uh, we talked to one of the guys who was working, you know, trying to fix a retention pond drain issue, and he was a black gentleman, really nice guy, and he basically told me that he had not ever earned enough money to live there, and the entire subdivision was Hispanic and basically coming in from across the border, and it was all being subsidized by the federal government. He was really angry about it. So this is exactly right. Austin's 100% right, and this is less than a mile away from us, guys. This is like right across the street, which is very troubling to me because I really don't know what to say about any of this stuff. When I see that kind of stuff happening, I'm kind of like, what the heck? This isn't okay. This is not cool whatsoever, but it just is what it is right now. And so we have to do the best we all possibly can to try to call this stuff out the best we possibly can every single time because this is what they're doing with these trillions of dollars, guys. You remember, you got, you know, a trillion dollars is a thousand billions, right? So you start build, start pushing these trillion dollar packages through. They're actually making the United States go into debt by buying money from the Federal Reserve to destroy the United States through immigrants. That's what they're doing right now, whether you want to see it that way or not. You know, I don't see any giant building projects going on with highways and infrastructures in our area. Remember, Trump passed a bunch of those infrastructure bills, too, and all the COVID you know, bills, all this stuff, trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. This is why they've destroyed the currency. They're trying their best to get rid of the, you know, the petrodollar and the United States currency and bring us into a new world order and a one-world currency and basically put us all into so much debt that the United States defaults on its debt and it goes away. That's what happens. The creditors come in and just take it. And we lose it. You know, we see that all, all over Greece and all over the Europe and all over the world where people in these big countries just start to default on debt. The bankers come in and take it. You know, a few years ago, we tried to buy a house behind us. And, you know, it was back in 2008. We put in serious offers on the house because it was really the value had gone way down. And we looked at what the mortgage was on it. And we couldn't even get a response. I used my attorney as a proxy to go in and put all these offers in. We couldn't even get a response from the bank at all. They wouldn't even respond to our offers. Well, we found out they were transferring them from one bank to another bank to another bank to another bank to increase the values to get them off the balance sheets in a negative cash flow value. So what they ended up doing basically is cooking the books, so to speak, and we weren't invited to participate. <laughs> That's what they do. That's what they always do because the central bankers run the world through the Bank of International Settlements, the International Monetary Funds, and they're the ones who control the money. So they control the commerce and they control the value of the dollars, including the Swiss franc. I mean, they're all they're all controlled by the Rothschild boys, all of them. There's a really good book, and I've mentioned it several times. I'm going to say it to you again. It's called Billions for the Bankers and Debts for the People by Shelton Emery. He came under great attack for that book, but he explains in detail what fiat currency is and how it destroys the countries that it's put into. Now, the United States is literally hundreds of billions, if not hundreds of trillions at this point. Who we, who knows? Nobody knows. We know it's into trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars and probably quadrillions of dollars in debt because of what they've done with our currency and what they've done with the money they've printed. But the reality is our Constitution has provided a lot of safeguards for us, especially the Second Amendment. And this, you know, and this pesky constitution that we keep showing that keeps showing back up, they're having a hard time getting rid of it. That's why they're always pushing for a constitutional convention. Guys, if we have a constitutional convention, you can bend over and kiss the United States goodbye. It's done because the safeguards that were put into this constitution, you know, over 200 years ago, will be removed. I guarantee you, we won't have a Second Amendment anymore. We won't have a First Amendment anymore because the guys who the woke the woke liberals who would rewrite the Constitution. Are the same ones that basically are being blackmailed by Jeffrey Epstein and Mossad. It's just that same group. So we've got to be very, very careful what we're doing. 
And let me tell you another story. And this is really important for you guys. Listen to me. When you go into public, you can't act like you're some victim. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I gotta say this. All right. You can't walk around like you're waiting to be attacked. You can't. You have to learn to posture yourself. What's that one song at, uh, back in the fifties? Uh, says you gotta walk like a man. You gotta talk like a man. You gotta basically, you know, do the show for everybody when you're walking in. You, you can't, you can't, you can't be wimp. Okay. You can't do that. Let me give you a perfect example. Years ago, Sharon and I were in San Diego. Well, I'm not allowed to carry a gun in San Diego, nor could I have gotten it on the airplane. I wouldn't be concealed carry permit available there for me. And I remember our hotel, and I don't know why they did this. They had an outside entrance with an elevator for the hotel. And I'm sure that's probably long gone by now because of security reasons that I'm fixing to tell you. And I'll never forget, Sharon and I, we stepped into this elevator to go to our room, to the floor, which is completely ridiculous. They would do this on an outside street. And this guy, this he looked like a doggone scoundrel, right? He jumps in right as the door's closing. And he looked at me, and he put his hand in his pocket. Okay. And he was about to rob us. And I had Sharon was standing beside me. So I took my arm, my right arm, and I reached around her stomach, and I pulled her behind me because I figured he's going to pull a knife out of his pocket. And I looked at him, and I said to him, I said, I'm not that guy. You're about to make a mistake. And he looked at me kind of funny, and he didn't know what to do. Because I postured on him. I said, this, this ain't going well for you, bud. And he, he said, what do you mean? I said, you know exactly what I mean. And so we went up to the room. We got off the elevator. He stayed in the elevator. He went back down to the street looking for another victim. Guys, this is what you have to realize is that you can't go into areas you don't need to go into. You can't do things you don't need to do. You can't hang out with certain people. There are certain bars. If you want to go get in a knife fight, you can go to that bar. I suggest you don't go to that bar. I suggest you stay away from bars altogether because nothing good ever happens at a bar and nothing good ever happens after midnight. Just thought I'd mention that. But here's an interesting statement here. This is an article from Sputnik, and it says Fleming is going to be rolled. This is the guy who wrote James Bond. I'm Fleming. He goes, Fleming is rolling in the grave. Now people are the, the Bond people that are Bond, you know, they, they, they like, I like James Bond. Okay, the bond, the botees, they're saying now that the next 007 is going to be non-binary. Wait a minute. That means <laughs> God, this is sick. So not only did they destroy Star Wars, which they have, not only did they destroy the already queer West Side story, now they're basically destroying, you know, James Bond. He's going to not be, you know, a guy who likes girls, I guess. He's going to be, I don't know what he's going to be, probably going to be a transgender. But why does that surprise anybody? That's the culture they're trying to push to the young children, isn't it? Uh, yesterday, I was speaking to a friend of mine, and now we really did have this conversation. I was really this blunt, and he has a brother who basically is dating a liberal, and I mentioned this the other day, who has a homosexual brother, and she really endorses the homosexual brother and his boyfriend. Now, I'm going to be very direct with you guys here. What happens if they all come to a Christmas party, the boyfriend and the brother and everybody else, and you know, they, they, they got the two gay guys there, and they start kissing each other on the couch in front of your five-year-old. I said that to him yesterday. I said, well, how's that going to work out for you? I said, are you still going to allow your brother's family to come to the Christmas parties and the Christmas functions? He was only going to get a walk out. I said, that's the point. Listen to yesterday's show. I covered this in more detail, and I want people to realize that, you know, there's certain choices that we make that really, really change everything. It really does, and you, you can't get yourself involved in that. And one of those choices is this pushing of this kill shot. 
Now, I will say this. Because of the Internet, because of shows like the Ted and Austin Brower Show, and there are other shows, too, that also talk about it, including Jeff Rents and Doug Hagman and, and Dave Hodges, as far as the danger of these shots, you know, a lot of people are saying no to the jab now because they realize they're not, they're not vaccines. They're exactly what we told you they were. They're, they change your RNA. They're RNA shots that basically make you manufacture spike proteins. So more and more people are saying no because they're seeing things like this. <laughs> this is crazy. A baby of a fully vaccinated mom dies after born bleeding from the mouth, nose, there's report. Wait a minute. Uh, this baby dies after it's born and it's bleeding from the nose and mouth. A two-year-old's death, which was then scrubbed from the website, a neonate's hemorrhaging death, and an eight-year-old's heart attack death were among the recent VAERS report. A baby whose mother received two COVID vaccine shots during her last trimester of pregnancy. I mean, what was she thinking? This baby was born bleeding from his mouth and his nose and died the day after his birth, according to the recent report from the U.S. government's vaccine adverse reporting system. The baby boy was born on the morning of October the 6th, and his mother received two experimental mRNA kill shots on July the 19th and the 13th. He was expected on October the 15th with delivered weighing 2,800 grams, just over six pounds, two ounces, in a hospital after a labor marked by unstable fetal heartbeat. The doctor said that after the patient was born, the child, the baby, there was a cry, when the umbilical cord was cut for newborn care, the nursing staff found that the baby had symptoms of oral and nose bleeding and immediately asked the pediatrician to intubate and give him oxygen. He's then admitted to the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit, according to a report from the vaccine bears, November 18th from an unidentified foreign health agency. In the NICU, the result of examination showed abnormal blood coagulation, pulmonary hemorrhage, acute bleeding from the lungs, and cardiac dysfunction. What the heck? Mothers, listen to me. Why are you doing this? You're about to have a baby and you inject yourself with something that you don't know what it's going to do. You know, this is sacrosanct. It used to be you never touched a mother who was pregnant because you caused damage to the fetus. Yet we have hundreds of babies that are dead now. And, and it's sad because it doesn't have to be this way. Oh, gosh, guys. And then we have all of this fake stuff coming out and all this fake garbage coming out all the time. And Facebook is now admitting in court. They're admitting in court that they, when they file their third-party fact checks, these statements are just opinion that they're not fact checks. It's what they think about what the person says. And they're not even trying to fact check them. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. And this is where we find ourselves in 2021. We have these big media giants that are controlled by state straight, Vanguard, BlackRock, Bloodline families, the international banking cartels, CFR, Masonic Lodges. And they're telling us what we can and can't believe, what we can and can't think. And they're fact-checking us and just making crap up. It's, it's, you, you, you read this stuff and you kind of go, wow, that's, that's just really, really awful. There's another really good article, and it's a sad article. It says, as the U.S. nears... 800,000 virus deaths, which, by the way, most of that's probably going to be from Desivere. One of every hundred older Americans over the age of 65 is dead. This is a sad story. As this coronavirus kill shot, vaccine shot, destructive shot, remdesivir shot, killing people with injections of this stuff, the IVs of this, approaches the end of the second year, the United States stands on the cusp of surpassing 800,000 deaths from the virus. By the way, that's 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 fraudulent. And no group has suffered more than older Americans. 
All along, older people have been known to be more vulnerable, but the scale of loss is now only coming into view. 75% of the people who've died of the virus in the United States, or about 600,000 of the nearly 800,000, have been 65 or older. Now, because I'm 65 or older, I get to comment on this right now. This whole thing is basically because of comorbidities, because of all the drugs a lot of these older people are on, or they're obese, or they have cancer, or they have heart disease, or they have diabetes. You look at the death of Marcus Lamb. He's like 62, 63 years old just a few weeks ago, the founder of Daystar TV. He had a severe, severe problem with diabetes. You know, when you have other problems and you come down with this this bioweapon, which has got an HIV insertion and also destroys the immune system, it'll get you pretty sick. And then when you run into the hospital, they'll finish you off with a remdesivir in many cases, which causes kidney failure within five days and full cascading organ failure within 10. This is a eugenics bioweapon program designed to work synergistically with the treatment protocols that are being used. That's what this is. And so people are waking up all over the world, and they're realizing what's happening, and they're realizing that if they keep their vitamin D levels up, 80 to 90, if they keep their vitamin D levels up, and they stay healthy and they exercise. You know, now a new study just came out. It said that people have anxiety disorders and panic attacks, that exercise is one of the best things they can do. And they have a massive reduction of these anxiety and panic attacks if they exercise on a regular basis. Guys, if you eat right and you get enough sleep and you take your supplements and you do what you're supposed to do as far as your lifestyle choices, you don't go out and get drunk or smoke cigarettes or do, do, do smokeless tobacco and all these other things that lower the immune system. You stay away from sugar and alcohol. Your immune system stays pretty strong. I'm 66 years old. My blood pressure, last time I had a check, was I think 115, 110 over 65. I take no medications whatsoever at all. Now, every once in a while, I may take an aspirin or something like that. But as far as prescription drugs, I don't take anything. Don't do it. Why? Because it's not worth it to me. I'd rather just eat right and basically be healthy and teach you guys and help you guys the best I can to do what I've been able to do my whole life and stay healthy. I appreciate you, and I feel humbled that I'm here to talk to you. I really do. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Got to pray for you. I think that's the third time I've told you today this morning. You guys are great. Also, finish it up. Absolutely. And, I mean, this is why I'm sure you talked about this on the show yesterday with Dr. Joseph Lapato, our Florida Surgeon General and Secretary of the Florida Department of Health. And he came out with a statewide public service announcement yesterday, and you guys saw this. Saying optimizing your vitamin D, staying active, eating nutrient-dense foods, boosting your immune system with vitamin C, quercetin, and zinc are all crucial to maintain a healthy immune system. I told you this from the very beginning. They were going to come out with the only option to fight anything was going to be an injection. Big Pharma is making hundreds of billions of dollars now in contracts over this year and multiple years with these injections. They're not going to stop. These guys are greed, green with greed right now. They have so much money coming in. That's what we saw in the Project Veritas undercover video with the scientist from Pfizer. He said, we are basically a COVID money company now. The vast majority of our cash is coming in from COVID contracts with the pills and the injections. This is what they wanted to do from the very beginning. This is what they knew was going to happen when they started injecting people with this and making them sick. It's called 
the medical industrial complex for a reason. It's a merry-go-round. And once you get on it, it's very difficult to get off. This is why I've told people the vitamin C powder with the quercetin. I take it every single day. I was up in North Carolina. I wasn't used to 20-degree weather. I started getting a stuffy nose. I went ahead and started hammering it. About three scoops, three, th- three scoops basically a day, one scoop multiple times a day, and basically knocked it out, you know, as far as a stuffy nose. Turn around and basically make sure I got the vitamin D and the vitamin and basically the zinc. It's so crucial that people continue to get their immune system up there where it needs to be because they're not going to stop with this. And again, in my opinion, this is my opinion, a lot of other doctors' opinions, the more people that keep getting injected with this and the spike proteins that start becoming a problem, as they talked about from the beginning, with shedding spike proteins, I think more and more people are going to get affected by this as more shots come out and they change the variant and they change the whatever different formula they're going to be coming out with. I mean, the CEO of Pfizer just came out and said now, oh yeah, by the way, we definitely are going to need a fourth booster shot now for this variant. Even though the reports from the CDC are showing almost everybody that's got the Omicron transformer variant has basically been fully injected or even had their booster shots. So you got to ask yourself the question, why in the world would you listen to anything these individuals have to say whatsoever when they won't mention one time the numerous nutrients all across the board that have been shown very clearly and effectively by hundreds of doctors, if not thousands of doctors across the country? and helping out with people's immune system and staying strong. Keep your body and mind strong the best you possibly can, and be sure, if you can, absolutely get the information out there to people. If you can't get our show out to them, at least get the different articles that we put on the website every day and send them to them, especially the main bullet point ones that are really, really important. Continue to get the truth out there. It is so crucial. I Really appreciate the support, my friends. I got more articles we're going to go in tomorrow about a bunch of wild stuff, especially that you're starting to see now with the restrictions with different vehicles and lockdowns and stuff across the country I didn't get into today. So be sure to check that out. And also vote for what you want to see win tomorrow as product of the week. The uh, Basically currently right now, the Ultimate Multiple Capsules, the last day they're on sale. Be sure to check them out. And it looks like the B-Complex is going to win tomorrow. So again, thank you for the support. Thank you for everything you do. Healthmasters.com if you need anything. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.
broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. 